Welcome to the Life on Shuffle podcast, a collection of stories about people who have taken chances, embraced the unexpected, and inadvertently discovered their true passion. Today we're featuring Jim Gore, a restaurant owner from Lenore, North Carolina. I'm your host, Harley Watts, and here with me we have Abby. Hey. Savannah. Hey. And Amelia. Hey. And Josh Cooper. Jim Gore is the owner of JD's Smokehouse, which has locations in Gamble and Rutherford College. Jim was born in Georgia and has a wife named Debbie and a son named Matt. Welcome to the show, Jim. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. We're going to jump right in by asking our first question. When you were 12 years old, what did you dream to be when you grew up? I think I always wanted to uh, be in business. I like briefcases and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> did you have any inspiration of why? I did. Uh, actually, I did later. Uh, my first employer was a big influence on me. He uh, taught me good work ethic and have how to enjoy what you do uh then we're savannah has uh, questions about your childhood and throughout school so i'll pass it over to her okay hello jim i just wanted to ask some questions about your childhood and what what it was like and what you enjoy to do uh i enjoyed sports when uh i was uh, uh one of four children i was in the middle so i was always scrounging around for uh acceptance <laughs> did you see yourself owning a barbecue no no i didn't I, but i knew i wanted to be in, involved in business somehow mm-hmm. so what my, um led you to barbecue exactly well i wrote down a, a lot of stuff it goes it goes for a long time because i'm old but uh, <laughs> uh i started out uh, you know mowing grass and delivering papers and then i uh, wash dishes at the uh, Holiday Inn there in Morganton, North Carolina. Uh, I don't know if I need to continue on or what, but uh, then I started cooking, and then I did the buffet and uh, ended, ended up uh, becoming the uh, uh, food and beverage director there later on when I was 18. And... Uh, a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything, yeah. yeah. All right, well, I'll pass it on over to Amelia, who's going to ask more about your teens and 20s. So speaking of, like, the jobs you were talking about, um, did you, after high school, did you attend college or do any, like, trade school type of thing since you wanted to be in business? I did not. Uh, I had, from starting out at, you know, 14 years old, uh, and then I ended up being the manager uh I, I saw the world pretty small. I thought, you know, the whole the world was my world. I didn't realize all the opportunities, I guess, out there. But, uh, but I uh, once I I did that, then my boss uh, and and I uh, bought a franchise for a, a Western Steer Steakhouse in uh, Rock Hill, South Carolina, and I was. I guess I was 20 at that point. So I, I, did, I did a lot of stuff before, I guess my, if I'd have went to college, my graduating class would have still been in, I guess, at that time. Since um, you didn't go to trade school or college and how from um, like being younger at the time, whenever you knew you wanted to go into business, what really motivated you? like? 
did you have someone else in your family that did business and like talk to you about it or no, was it something that popped up? I think when I started out, it was, I was probably motivated by money because, uh, uh, you know, my family didn't have much. And so when I had some spending money, uh, was able to buy a car and all that, I think that was at early age, that was my motivation and it changed as time went on. So with how you were talking about, like, with the motive of money and also as with, like, since you own a barbecue now, what did you think of whenever you thought of business of what you were maybe possibly owning whenever you first thought about the idea of business? I think at one point I wanted to own a hotel because that was really all I knew. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, then we, you know, ended up, my boss offered me a partnership in something there in South Carolina. So I pursued that and uh, just mainly tried to keep a good attitude, good work ethic. And that's really my whole life. Is, I've enjoyed everything I've done. So as was mentioned in the introduction where you have two locations of JD's. Since you originally were from Georgia, were you ever thinking about opening a business in Georgia of JD's? Uh, no, uh, I did a, uh, I started a, a cleaning and restoration business in on St. Simons Island, Georgia. Um, I guess at that point I was probably about 33 or 34 and did that for 20 years. That's where my children most mostly grew up. So I'm a, Georgia Bulldog fan, I guess. <laughs> so what made you really want to come to North Carolina? I'm a native of here, Harley. And uh, so I was, uh, this was home. And uh, I sold, after about 20 years, I sold our uh, restoration business in Georgia. And uh, I retired, but I realized I was miserable. And all I needed was about a, two-week vacation because I never took one so uh, after that point I'd see all my neighbors going to work and I got so depressed and started <laughs> looking for something else to get into so how old were you when you opened JD's uh, I was 54 I think and my son he called me out of the blue when we were getting ready to do it and he had just got his master's degree and he said he wanted to get involved with it with us. And of course, you know, it was pretty risky at that time, especially our location, we weren't real sure about. And he had just got his master's degree and I said, are you crazy? And he said, no, I think I'd like to do that. So probably after the first year, he pretty much took the reins and ran with it. And uh, I was just kind of, I guess I was a backstop for him more than anything. When you were talking about the restoration business, did you ever think that like your son would get in with that and take that over? And you had maybe talked with him to where he knew it was always an option to do some type of business with you? Yes, I, I did. And uh, it's funny, I've got two sons, my older son uh, and, and Matt, the one that did get involved with us, um, they hated the business that we were in. And so that's why we basically got out of that because, you know, we had 
gotten what we needed to get out of it and uh, we were getting older especially for that kind of work and uh, there was you know we didn't have any legacy that we were gonna you know that they would pursue so that's when we decided just to sell it and come back up well we didn't decide to come back up here at that point but we did shortly after that would you say your son matt was a, a big influence on opening up jd's oh yeah definitely uh and it was a great it was a great thing you know to have your son involved in it and uh i i think if you ask him he would he would say the same thing and i found out that there was young people had a lot to offer and I think he found out old people wasn't all that dumb. So there you go. <laughs> but it's funny of the all the episodes that we've recorded and all the stories that we've captured. You know, the, oh, a lot of the who influenced people comes up, right? Oh yeah. And you're the first person to actually, you know, identified a, a son. You know. Oh yeah. Somebody, usually it's a parent that influences, which I guess works the other way for for matt there but it's neat to see that you know you know your children can be of an influence to you as well oh, yeah. when it comes to like businesses and careers and yeah you know. absolutely yeah well, i've been very blessed with uh with that what do you enjoy most about owning jd's i i i always enjoyed uh trying to please people yeah. uh i think uh I've always been that way, and talking about influences, my my first boss really had such an impact on me uh, with the attitude, good work ethic, and that kind of just stuck stuck with me, or at least you know that's what I strive to do. And uh, I've always tell people if you know if you don't enjoy uh, making people happy, or at least doing your best, uh, you really you shouldn't be in the service business because you know you can fake it but not for long exactly eventually right. you gotta really care mm -hmm. what do you least enjoy about it uh there's not much i don't enjoy now because i don't do much <laughs> <laughs> but you know through the years just long hours and yeah. uh maintenance and repairs is probably my biggest crawl because i can't fix anything mm -hmm. so i guess that would be it well, um, I think Abby has a few questions she'd like to ask. Okay. Okay, so if you're looking back on your life, would you take a different path than you ended up going? I, I probably felt like I would through mm -hmm. most of that period, but as I finish up, you know, at my uh, older years, I don't think I would have changed anything. I think it's just been just right. Was it harder when you first opened it? Uh, yes, yes, it was, and I guess I failed to mention that Matt and I, my son, uh, I thought we were going to kill each other the first year, <laughs> and then we developed a good mutual respect for each other, and so, but that was good. That brought us closer together, since both of us survived it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Does Matt still have a big part in the business oh, yeah. now? Well, he he really uh, he is the overseer of, yeah. of the whole thing, and. He sends us an email every day, tells us what he wants us to do. <laughs> so if you had the chance, would you ever open another JD's besides your two locations now? I would for, uh, not for me, cause I'm, you know, I, I just do the math and I'm gonna be probably, you know, I don't know how much longer I'll feel like doing much of anything, but um, I would for either, 
you know, Matt or somebody that he's brought along to, to you know, to see that. If he wants to grow, I, you know, I would be behind him and I wash his dishes for him and <laughs> whatever I need to do to help it go. Yeah. So is you working at the hotel and being in food there, is that what really drove you to do something? Well, I, it was. And then, you know, I guess I was in that for 16 years or so and then uh, 20 plus years in the restoration business. So getting back into the food business, it was something I was, uh, you know, had done, but it so many years had passed and like everything, uh, the business had changed so much. So I really felt like I was starting over again. You know, yeah. I tried to approach it like I didn't know anything. Um, when you previously mentioned a steakhouse, uh, what made you kind of steer towards barbecue instead of opening like a, another steakhouse or any other kind of restaurant? Well, when I did barbecue, it was after I had retired and I did, I was looking for a retirement gigs, really what I was looking for. So we thought we would open Thursday, Friday and Saturday and it'd be uh, my wife and I and maybe two or three employees. And then we opened and it was just crazy busy. And so it turned into be a lot more what I wanted to do. And then of course, when Matt got involved, we changed our kind of business plan a little bit just cause, uh, you know, it probably need to be bigger to support everybody that needed to have an income out of it. Yeah, I think this might be a good time for, we don't, uh, hopefully this, we have listeners from all over the place. Um, if you don't care to just kind of, we all know and love JD's, but if you don't care to kind of give a little advertisement, like just yeah. describe what it is, the two locations, you know, all the things, if somebody was to come and check out some great barbecue well, and good. Well, we are, grits. A, we are a, a, a real smokehouse where, our menu's very limited, and that's another reason we're only open Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. We don't have, everything we do is around barbecue, uh, but I found out Chicken Fingers is a whole food group in itself. I didn't know that. Can't believe people order Chicken Fingers, but they do, a lot of them. Um, but we have uh, barbecue pork, um, uh, ribs, and uh, brisket, and uh, rib, but I say ribs, I guess I did. And what else do we have? What at Harley would know more than We got some nice chicken breast and oh, some Oh, yeah, half chicken. Chickens. Yeah, we got chicken. I never <laughs> eat chicken, but yeah, we do have chicken. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was some inspiration for some of your sides, like your uh, sweet potato crunch? Uh, well, other barbecue places, as well as just our own, just kind of brainstorming and trying to figure out what would flow uh good coming out of the kitchen and um there was a lot of things we considered but i i think i pretty much told everybody we didn't want to do anything for our ego we wanted something that could be replicated oh you know not because mm -hmm. just because you know how to do something doesn't mean you need to do it commercially anyway so when you opened your second location was it harder than opening your first one? Oh no not at <laughs> all not at all it was really a breeze because when we opened the first one, you know, usually you have a, uh, a either a training crew or somebody that's done it other places. Uh, not only did our people not know, we had <laughs> we had no clue. So it was a it was a it was quite an experience. And uh, 
Would you say you like to uh, to be known all through North Carolina that you're the Jim Gore, owner of JD's, one of the most successful restaurants in Lenore? You know, I, the older I get, I really, I think it's probably time for me to <laughs> fade off into the sunset from that standpoint. Matt's a little better communicator, and he's a good uh, he's a good representative. Plus, he's been there since the beginning, so uh, this is his time, I think, more so than mine. How old is your son? He is 37. He's old. <laughs> I got to find me some new friends. <laughs> He's getting too old for me. Which location do you believe you received the most business? Uh, it's really kind of a toss-up. Uh, Rutherford College outdoes it uh, just by a little bit, but primarily uh, because of the catering. Uh, you know, with 10 years uh we've had time to build that up mm -hmm. so we don't do quite the uh outside sales but inside we're run neck and neck with them so does the game location cater it does, it does. yes ma'am i know there's not a friday that i can remember that we don't try to order our lunch here if we're around to get it it is one of the go-to favorites around here well we appreciate it very much um, like since you talked about how you've always wanted to pursue business i know from like more personal experience and also other people that i've talked to where they think it's really hard to understand the concept was it like that for you or did it just kind of come naturally you know it, it came natural to me but i think a lot of it was uh, my mentors were so uh they were so influential over me that uh, it, you know, it piqued my interest, and I wanted to. I guess I wanted to emulate them somewhat. Um, but my advice on that would be just to pay attention. A lot of times you work somewhere and you do what you do, but you, you're never really noticing, you know, the whole picture. And um, I think if you do that, no, regardless of what you're doing, I think. Just being aware of, of, you know, why was that business even put there? What, you know, whether it's a plumber or electrician or anybody, there's, there's a lot of skill sets there. And if you just pay attention, you may not have them all, but you need to, you know, appreciate them and know that they're there. Does anybody have any last questions? So if you had to give like your best advice for young people trying to figure out what they want to do, like what they want their career to be, what would it be? I think, I think one of the hardest things today versus when I was, uh, you know, at that point in my life is I think there's too, there's so many choices. I think sometimes that is the, mm -hmm. is the problem. Uh, I was just poor trying to find my way and now there's you know there's so many options out there but um just do what do whatever you do do it do good at it i mean you know great attitude and that sort of thing and um pay attention to what's around you and pursue something that that you enjoy you know and just keep going till you find it i guess would be mine um just have a have a good attitude. I think that's the key to, I think attitude will beat hard. I mean, you know, attitude will beat smarts, I think, most of the time. At the end, in the end of the day, I think it will. Well, I, th I think you mentioned something earlier about how 
uh, you were talking about customer service right. you know, and just serving others. Um, do you, if retrospectively, just looking back, do you think that just your personality and you're willing to make sure other people's experience is, is good is kind of what led you to, I mean, mainly service industries, but then creating an environment, you know, with a restaurant that. Yes. Yes, sir. I, I do. And I think that if you can, uh, you know, build a culture that's reflects that, uh, I think that makes so much difference too. Um, not that we achieve it every time, but that's our goal anyway. Was there any more or anything else you'd like to say to younger people or anybody else in the world that needs somewhere to start or to go with their life? Just, uh, just work hard, uh, have a good work ethic, and uh, find somebody that you want to emulate, whether, you know, that's in work or even outside of work, just uh, uh, something that you would want to strive for. And uh, if you're if you're going to get an edu good education, then um, then do it. And there's a, so many uh, uh, trades out there too, which you can if you wanted to. You can learn a trade and then turn that into a business. Uh, I probably if I was going to do anything different, it would have been come up, you know, get a into a profession like a, you know, a floor covering business, a plumber or heat and air, something that's got a high demand. And I got a feeling if I'd have learned that, I would have probably turned that into a business too. But that's just me. But either way, it would uh, just enjoy what you do, I guess. Well, if we don't have any more questions, we appreciate it, and we hope you have a good rest of your day. Thank you, sir. Today's episode was recorded on April 4th, 2023. This episode was produced by Amelia Dean, and it was hosted by Harley Watts and myself, Abigail Tucker, with Savannah Smith and Josh Cooper.